You are listening to the How to Talk to Girls podcast with me, Trip Kramer. What if I told you you could sleep with four new women in four weeks? It doesn't require you to buy a new wardrobe, spend a fortune on dates, lose weight, or really change anything about yourself. All you need is TED, tension, entertainment, and dominance. These are the only things you need in order to attract, date, and seduce gorgeous women, even women who you think are out of your league. When you adopt the TED philosophy, you'll find women are more receptive to talking to you and flirting with you. They'll happily give you their phone numbers and agree to go out with you when you ask them on a date. And when you decide to take them into your bedroom, there isn't going to be an ounce of resistance. If you want to learn more about how to use TED and get four new women in bed in the next four weeks, then go to coachedbytrip.com and click the green button to schedule a free strategy session. On that call, you'll speak to one of our highly trained experts who will help you develop a game plan specific to your situation in order to reach your dating goals without having to change who you are or fake your personality. Now, back to the podcast. Hello and welcome back to another episode of the How to Talk to Girls podcast. I'm your host, Trip Kramer from tripadvice.com. Man, it's been it's been a fun ride this year. Honestly, just having a lot of interesting guests on the podcast. I'm sure that you have been listening to some of those, some experts, some non-experts. You might even wonder, where do I even find these people? Well, social media is a wonderful thing. Very easy to be able to connect with people fast and all over the world. So, well, this might have you believe that I have a guest today. I do not. No guest today. Today, I'm going to be talking about some ideas behind why women are generally attracted to older men. Okay, so why older men are more attractive to women. I want to talk about that today. I want to teach you some things there because a lot of this has to do with evolutionary psychology. I've been really diving deep into a book called The Evolution of Desire, Strategies of Human Mating by David Buss. Definitely worth a read. And a lot of the stuff that that's in there, stuff that I've kind of already knew through all the other resources that I've that I've encountered over the past 15 years of learning this stuff, but I never really knew where some of it came from and this is a book that really teaches you like, where do some of these mating strategies come from? Why are women attracted to this and that? And why are men attracted to this and that? Why are we attracted to these things? What does it have to do with? And a lot of it, well, in theory, all of it comes from evolution, how we evolved as a species, why we are attracted to women who have certain qualities and why women are attracted to us that have certain qualities. There's patterns, right? And so there has to be a reason for the pattern. Things don't just happen because. And in terms of strategies, well, there's obviously very specific reasons why those exist, why you are attracted to a woman who's generally on the slimmer side or on the younger side or with longer hair. Again, Generally speaking, but then again, let's actually go off on a tangent for a second. I was talking to someone recently about, I don't know what it was, attraction or female nature, all those topics. And and when I do, and this happens quite a bit, by the way, I'm guilty of this too. 
when you get in these kinds of conversations, you start bringing up exceptions, exceptions to the rules. And it's interesting that we do this. We do this because, well, we're trying to find reasons why it may not be true. Well, well, yeah, you say that's true, but but what about this? And it's like, well, that's an exception. So I like to talk about general because when we talk generally speaking, that means that we're talking about things that happen more often. So, of course, there are men who are attracted to women who might be on the larger side or who have short hair or who maybe even have features like a man. Does that exist? Of course it does. That exists. But I would say that's an exception. I would say you can put a, let's say, a a Victoria's Secret type model. I know I use that example quite a bit, but at least you understand what that means. Or just any any model in general. If you put that in front of a, a large group of men, more men than not will say, yes, I'm attracted to that woman. And there are reasons for that. And so anyway, I like to talk in general terms because general terms are what help people understand. And also when we see the patterns, we can make changes. So I hope that that aligns with you a little bit here. Okay. Is yeah, there's always exceptions. Everything I've ever said on every podcast ever There's always exceptions, but who cares about the exceptions? Yeah, we know that there's exceptions. Obviously, there's exceptions, but we want to learn what works most of the time, what is true most of the time. And when we know what is true most of the time, we can take that information and we can use it to our benefit, to get the results we want in our dating lives. So I digress. Going back to what we're talking about today, why older men are attractive to women. And I'm going to read an excerpt. In traditional societies, part of the linkage may be related to physical strength and hunting prowess. Physical strength increases in men as they get older, peaking in their late 20s and early 30s. Anthropologists find that hunting ability peaks when a man is in his 30s, at which point his slight decline in physical prowess is more than compensated for by his increased knowledge, patience, skill, and wisdom. Women's preference for older men may stem from our hunter-gatherer ancestors, for whom the resources derived from hunting were critical to survival and reproduction. I'll continue. This is interesting. Women may prefer older men for reasons other than tangible resources. Older men are likely to be more mature, more stable, and more reliable in their provisioning. Within the United States, for example, men become somewhat more emotionally stable, more conscientious, and more dependable as they grow older, at least up through the age of 30. I want to continue because this is really good. Listen to this. In a study of women's mate preferences, one woman noted that older Mrs. quotes, older men are better looking because you can talk to them about serious concerns. Younger men are silly and not very serious about life. The status potential of men becomes clearer with increasing age. Women who prefer older men are in a better position to gauge how high they are likely to rise. Okay? So, what does this all mean? Well, you have to understand, when it comes to women in attraction, I've said this before on the podcast, I've explained this through my courses and coaching, that women are going to be attracted more to a man's behavior and his status and his abilities. And according to this book, 
said simply his ability to be able to gather resources, to have resources for survival. Because women, women eventually will be pregnant, or at least their bodies are, are made for that. And of course, many women do get pregnant, generally speaking. Um, <laughs> but you get what I'm saying here. Um, I just had to throw that in there. But yes, yeah, so women, women have the ability to get pregnant. Many do. And so because of that, they, they need to be with a man eventually to help them. Help how? Well, when you're pregnant, it's hard to move. Do you have an easy time hunting or gathering or being able to survive when you have this child that is being created inside of your belly? Right? No, that, that's, that's really hard. It's really hard to do that. So it makes sense why they would be attracted to a man and would want to mate with a man who could help them during that time. Now, again, I'm, I'm, very t- I'm talking very specifically about that time. However, you have to understand that women are still going to be attracted to those traits even if they don't choose to get pregnant or have a baby or any of those things just because it is in our DNA. It's still in her DNA to be attracted to those things because if that does happen and there is a chance that it will, she needs to be able to survive during that time. So, that is why women, one of the reasons, there's there's a lot to this, but that's generally one of the reasons, I, I, I'm going to have to stop saying that, uh, but that is one of the reasons why women are attracted to a man who has the ability to acquire resources or has the qualities of a man to acquire resources. I say qualities because, yes, women can still be attracted to younger men. Yeah, younger men uh, are able to attract women all the time, but you will see a lot of relationships where men are older than the woman. This happens quite a bit. And women will say that they are attracted to a man who is older. A 21-year-old, for example, might be more attracted to a guy who's 27, 28 than who's 19 for these reasons that I've explained here. And I know we kind of already knew this, right? Like we sort of knew this isn't, it's not mind blowing to say that women are more like, wow, it's crazy. Women are attracted to older men. We kind of knew the reason, right? If you had to guess, you would have probably said maturity. Maybe you would have said potentially he gets more attractive as he gets older, some of those things. But it's interesting to understand what it's linked to. And why it's important I talk about this today is not just a chit chat about interesting theories. But also to really understand what does this all mean and, and, and how is this going to affect you, whether you are listening to this and you are 18 or you are 30, 40, 50, 60, 70, whatever. Well, it's, again, important to understand what those qualities are of a man who is older, who is more mature. Now, sometimes you just can't, it's nothing you can do. Like, I'll say this much. Anecdotally speaking, when I was in my early 20s, and I'll admit well, more than admit, I've talked about this quite a bit. I didn't have any game per se. I wasn't really good with women when I was in my early 20s. But either way, I didn't have that many options as I did until I started getting older. But then again, think about this for a second. Think about how that all lines up anyways. 
I got older. What happens when you get older? Just like the book said, wiser. You become smarter, right? You become more mature. So I bet you that, well, I should say one of the reasons why I might have been able to attract more women in my late 20s is specifically because I became wiser. And with becoming wiser, what does that mean? I got to learn how to attract women. I know this is all kind of meta. It's very self-referencing in a sense, but but still understand it's it's all connected here. So I don't want this episode to at all deter you in any way from you know going after women if you feel like you're not old enough. I know what I mentioned there was like late 20s, early 30s. And so I I I know you, I'm in your head. I know you might be thinking, I'm 40, I'm done. I'm not I'm not in my my prime. I'm not in my late 20s, early 30s. Are you might thinking, oh, I'm 21. I gotta I gotta wait till then to get to get any kind of results or be able to date women that I really want. No, it's not true, but I will say this. You just have to understand. And this goes for women as well. There is a peak. There is a peak. That doesn't mean that you don't have the ability or the skill set to be able to attract women at all different age levels. But you will have a time in your life where it's going to be the easiest. Obviously, a 75-year-old man will not be able to compete with a even a 40-year-old man in terms of attracting women. A 21-year-old girl versus a, a 50-year-old woman, same thing. There's going to be that that peak level. They say men start to peak. Well, according to what I just read, they said late 20s, early 30s, but I think it even goes further than that. According to other things that I've studied and read, it's more even into like the mid 30s. At that point, he becomes more physically attractive. He's more wise. He's gathered more wealth, hopefully. He's been able to work on himself in so many different ways where he's like the best version of himself. Again, hopefully. But more so than not, of course, the person who's going to be in his 30s has more of those opportunities or has had more of those opportunities become wiser, wealthier, and maybe even more attractive. So with that being said, all you guys out there who are not in your peak, it's okay. In fact, really hear what I'm saying here too. The idea behind the episode is why older men are more attractive to women. So if you're 22, okay, yeah, it might be hard to attract a 26-year-old, but you can attract an 18, 19, 20, 21. And if you're 35, well, you're probably interested in women who are younger than you. And if you're 50 or 60, well, same thing, right? So you really can't lose here. And you always have to remember that no matter what, we can't focus on the things that we can't control, right? We have to focus on the things that we can control. So let's get rid of that double negative there. Let's only focus on the things that we can control. You can't control your age, but you can control your abilities, your skills to attract women You can work on the behavior that attracts women. As I'm reading in this book, 
as it just confirms all the things that I've learned from previous studies, other coaches, scientific articles, scholarly articles, right? That behavior is everything. So yes, I always want you to be working on being able to be your most physically attractive, grooming. I always want you to be working on your finances and making sure that you are making money, more than enough money to be able to have a a great life. I actually almost decided to do that episode on this today, but then I realized, no, I just recently did an episode on, on making money and salary and how that affects attraction. That was done in April, if you want to check that out. But I always want you to be working on those things. And I need you to be working on behavior. I need you to be working on being more confident and charismatic with women. I need you to work on being comfortable to flirt with them, being comfortable to escalate with them. I just worked with a client and he was in the coaching program, the TripAdvice Accelerator program. We were working together and he... I mean, he had a lot of struggles, to say the least. But one struggle he didn't have was approach anxiety. So I will say he definitely had a leg up here because approach anxiety is one of the things that takes the longest for men to have, for men to get through, I should say. So because of that, it takes a while for men to get through that, to become more comfortable with women. But then... He didn't really know what to do from there. He's like, yeah, I approach all these women, but nothing's happening. So I trained him and I taught him how to flirt. We had him record his approaches and he can listen in on them. I told him how to make sure that you are building enough tension in the conversation through your tonality, through your eye contact, and just also, you know, listening to what he says and and saying, okay, don't say that. That was kind of lame or or let's stay away from that kind of topic, or at least making the conversation more interesting and engaging. All these, by the way, are examples from my TED system that talks about how to be able to attract women, right? The formula for attraction, formula for behavior. And what do you know? Within a couple of weeks, he was getting women to go on dates with him and meet up with him. And just yesterday, he texted me and he said, dude, made out with her. So he went from, I'm approaching tons of women, they're all rejecting me, all to then now approaching women, getting numbers, getting them to actually show up and meet up on the date, and he's making out with them. And by the way, let's just say this, he's not white. And the reason why I say he's not white is because I have a lot of people who are not white, who complain, who say, well, white people have the advantage and I'm Asian, I'm black, I'm Mexican, whatever, da, 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 da. And I say, listen, man, that's not true. You can think that way, but I know plenty of people, when they understand how attraction works, they can be white, black, brown, yellow, orange, five foot tall, and they can still get results, okay? So why am I sharing this story with you is because he ended up learning the behaviors on how to be more attractive, and then executed on them. And so one of the things that he did that he never did in the past was escalation. A lot of guys don't do that because they're too scared. They don't want to get rejected. 
So escalation means you're going for the kiss. That means you're being more flirtatious with her. You're introducing more touch into your interactions. A lot of guys won't do that because they just feel uncomfortable, which is totally normal. But we got to get you to that point, gentlemen. These are all the behaviors that are needed to show a woman that, hey, you're a man, you're confident, and that you're not scared of her, and you're not going to be nervous of her. And I know it's a long journey for you guys through approach anxiety, then through learning how to escalate and flirt. It's a journey, but you can get there. Simplify it. So now you've learned a little bit about why older men are more attractive to women, how you can tap into that. I want you to be able to tap into that. By doing so, we can emulate some of those qualities that an older person might have. That maturity, that fearlessness, the bravery. Just being wise, having conversations with a woman, having your life together. Because let me tell you right now, listen, I know a lot of guys in their 20s are not going to have like the nicest apartment. They probably have a roommate. But why accept what has to be? Why can't you do things and side hustles and try to work really hard and try to make more money? By the way, I'm not saying this is easy. So I'm not saying, oh, it's easy. Just do it. But I don't know. Maybe you're not pushing yourself. Maybe you're not self-actualized. You're not pushing yourself to the limit that you could be to then have a more mature lifestyle where you are making more money and you have no roommates and you have your place and you know how to design it and and get it into a nice a nice place where it's like, oh, you're 25 and a woman comes back. And it's like, oh, you got your own apartment. It's pretty nice. You live alone, super mature. And you're working hard because you're listening to these podcasts and you're reading other books and you're just super smart and you're social because you socialize with a lot of people and you're making time for that. So you're becoming a more social being, which is making you just better with people in general and more charismatic. Like who's stopping you from doing all that stuff? No one. No one. Only you. So don't try to fit into what society's categories are and and try to think about what you can do to be and emulate the older man, the more wiser, older man. Something to think about. Hope this is helping. Now I want to move into some Q&A. You guys are writing in and I'm keeping up with you. You can email me trip at tripadvice.com if you want to get your questions answered. And all you got to do is put in the subject line podcast question. And with your best ability, with your best grammar, doesn't have to be perfect, but try your best, ask your question and give me details. The more details in your question, then I'll be able to answer it and give you a really good answer. Like I will right now for Nathan. Hey, Trip. first off, love your podcast. Your Hooked program, which I've still got more to dive into, and I appreciate all your efforts and advice in approaching and attracting women. I've been a bit of a serial monogamist and just got out of a four-year relationship and then a powerful seven-month relationship that did a 180 and ended abruptly. It's all sparking my growth and learning in this realm, although I certainly wish I did more before now. That said, I'm trying to approach and meet women whenever I get the chance and have an abundance mentality with who I can meet. But it's been tough as a 41-year-old going out to bars 
or really most places where it seems the majority of the women out and about are in their 20s. Although I'd certainly enjoy a fling with them, it seems discouraging when I just see most of the options being too young for me, and then the few I do end up approaching feel too old and easy for me to get, and certainly less attractive. I know you might say, find the places girls in their mid-30s hang out, but other than that, which I think is tough even in Columbus, Ohio, which is fairly big, although I'll keep researching, I'm struggling to find the age range of girls I want, 34 to 41 I'd say, and also feel that I'm worth the women I do want, rather than just picking low-hanging fruit. I'm going to do online dating too soon, which should help, I imagine, but wondering any thoughts you might have on this? Thanks and keep it up, man, Nathan. Guys, if you've been really listening to a lot of these episodes, could we just say something weird is happening? How weird is it that I feel lately, whenever I'm bringing up a topic, that somehow we're just able to relate it back to these questions. I mean, I guess this question isn't literally exactly what I was talking about, but it's got a little bit of a connection here. We're talking about age. That's kind of crazy. I just want you to know, I don't plan that. So I don't read these questions ahead of time. I read these questions for the first time, literally right here. So Nathan, let's talk. First of all, I want to say I'm proud of you, man. I'm glad that you're realizing that some of those women are not going to be women for you. I say that because it's so hard. I mean, Nathan, if you're listening here, I, I know you agree with this, but I'm talking to everybody else. It's hard to really get into a relationship with someone who's decades younger than you. I'm saying it's hard, not because it's hard to attract them. It's hard because it's hard to connect with them. When you're 41, you're living in a different world. You are like two generations ahead of a girl's 22. So I'm glad you realized that. And yeah, maybe you're attracted to them. It's fun to sleep with them, all that stuff. But it's harder to get on that same level. I know there's exceptions, gentlemen. We've already been through this. And I'm, I'm sure many people have had successful relationships dating someone 20 years younger, 15 years younger. My point is, is it's harder. Harder in the sense where it's like, wouldn't it just be better to date someone who's going to be a little bit closer to your age you know within i say i've said on recent or maybe not recent but earlier podcasts like seven to ten years the most would be good but okay your question isn't about that it's about where to find some of these women well first of all one of the first things i was going to say is online dating and it looks like you're not doing that yet and so this is probably where you're frustrated because if you were online dating, I don't know if you would have asked this question because online dating really is one of the best solutions to this because you can find any age you want and more of them on the online dating apps. So yes, that will help. You said you said should help, I imagine. It will 100% help. So make sure you're doing online dating. Okay, now what to do with meeting women in person. You're in Columbus, Ohio. Here's so here's a harsh reality I'm going to give you. There is a chance that in Columbus, Ohio, you just won't find it. This is not my full answer. I'm just going to throw this out there. Some of you guys live in certain cities where you know depending on what city it is, there just might not be those perfect places to go to get the volume of the women, of the exact kind of women you're looking for. 
Just understand that that may be your reality. So Nathan, that might be the reality for you. I'm not saying it is, and I still have some options. But even if you take those options, it might not work. And you need to accept that. Or at least accept the low volume. Okay, because I can tell you plenty of places that for sure will have women in their mid-30s. But it's going to be low volume, meaning it's not going to be necessarily filled with 100 of them or even 10 of them. It might be like two to three. But depending on how much you want results in this area of your life, you might want to put in that effort. So for example, just off the top of my head real quick, like Whole Foods or, or grocery stores in general, that's a wide variety of, of ages. So there might be some women there. Now, does that mean you should necessarily go to the grocery store every single day? No, but maybe when you do go, you should be really aware of what's going on around you because now you're in a venue where you could meet that woman. Again, there might be only a couple. Hell, there might be zero, but it's an option. So you need to really think about those places that you might be already going to that could be an option for you. Now, there's also, and again, this could be tough because you're in Columbus, which isn't the biggest city, which it's got it's sizable, but not massive. It's not like a Chicago or New York or anything, but it could have some meetups where there's like singles meetups or speed dating. And those are women usually who are going to be a little bit older, maybe in their thirties or different events. Like if you go to meetup or Facebook, there's different events that you can test out and you can see, I don't have any like specific ones. Like I could give you some ideas, but it's not going to be as powerful for any of you or Nathan to just go into those events and then go to the events and then find out for yourself and find out for yourself. If some of these events are like, Oh no, that's more family oriented. I don't want to go to this fall fest. It's a bunch of like families. Okay. Or if you go to some, I don't know, whatever hiking event or kayaking or whatever it may be, you got to go and you got to test it out. So you got to start thinking outside of the box here. So the 20s places where there's like clubs and bars might not work out, but you might want to go to like a lounge. Lounges are pretty good. Those are like upscale bars, like a cocktail lounge. You might want to type that into Google. Or you might want to type in hotel lounges, hotel bars, and you might want to check some of those places out. So I think for you, Nathan, and I really truly hope I'm wrong here, but my prediction is there's plenty of places to go. You're just going to have low volume and that could be unfortunate, but it just could be the reality. Again, I hope I'm wrong. You might go to some of these places and be like, oh yeah, there's tons of women here in their thirties. This is great. This is great. You just got to try out some more of those outside of the box things. So that's what you're going to have to do. I think that Google searching events in your area is a great, great place to start. And let's see what happens with that. Don't forget, you can always email back in and we can continue this conversation. Trip at tripadvice.com. All right. Next question from Bob. Hello, Trip. When using online dating apps, should we ever use the super like or super swipe function on a woman's profile? The apps encourage it and say it will increase your chances of a response, but I'm guessing it makes a guy look desperate, a simp, and will actually decrease your chances of a response. I would like to hear your thoughts on this. Thanks for all the great content, Bob. Bob, jury's out on this one, but I will say this. 
anecdotally, meaning stories I've heard and myself included, I don't really know too many people who have used the super like function or the super swipe and it's worked. It might have worked for a lot of people. I just haven't heard much of it. But that now that doesn't mean that it doesn't work. I think that at the end of the day, don't overthink it and use it and use it whenever you want. Because at the end of the day, if you do a super like or super swipe on someone and she looks at your profile and she likes you, I have a hard time believing that she's going to go, oh, well, he really likes me. But because but his profiles and his profile is awesome, but I'm just going to ignore him because that's ugh, I don't know. There's something unattractive about that. Here's the thing. No matter what, everything is always going to come down to your profile. Everything is going to come down to your pictures, your bio, all that stuff. So what I say is when it comes to super likes and super swipes, use them. I would not buy them. I don't think it necessarily helps but it doesn't really hurt. So just use the ones you got, use them whenever. Don't get in the habit of using it so strategically that you're thinking so hard about it. It's like, just use them if you have them and move on. And either way, you're swiping right on the women that you like, and they're going to look at your profile and they're going to make a decision from there if they like you or if they don't like you. So I know that's not the most specific answer, to know for sure 100% does it does it hurt your chances you know and i think even asking a woman I, I don't even think you'll get a good answer from her either because i think there's too many variables you know if she says oh yeah i've i've been with people who super liked or whatever I, yeah cuz she liked the profile not cuz you super swiped or there's people who she's like oh yeah they super swiped me and i did not like them yeah it's probably because you didn't think they were attractive or they didn't have a good profile Okay, so it all comes back to that. So don't think too hard about the super swipes, the super likes. Use them when you got them. I wouldn't buy them. If you have them, use them. It's not a big deal. And just go from there. All right, next question from Anonymous. Hi, Trip. Love the podcast and all that you do for us guys. Just trying to be the best we can be. Thanks, man. Now to my question. I matched with this girl on a dating app. Talked a bit over text, but like you say, I used the communication to set up a date. We had a date within a week. We hit it off. Great first date. Chemistry was instant. Mutual attraction. Similar life experiences and families. Even escalated very much back at her place when I dropped her off. We had a second date. It went equally as well. Due to my hectic work travel schedule, I wasn't able to see her for about two weeks, and I started to notice the communication dropping. I didn't panic. I didn't chase. I pulled away as well. Until about a day goes by without hearing from her, she sends me the text, Hey, I really like you, but I don't think I have romantic feelings for you. Do you want to be just friends? I reply with, Hey, thanks for not ghosting me, but I'm not really looking for more friends. I have plenty of them. I'm looking to date and hopefully find something long-term, but good luck to you. Since then, she is still sending memes and random messages via Instagram DMs, but nothing serious. This past Saturday night, she messages me and says she wants to talk. That she made a mistake and wants to try with me again. Amazing. I told her to let me think about it. I'm all for second chances, but how do I know this won't happen again? I think we could be together for the long term, but I'm not sure now. This is amazing. Guys, learn from Anonymous here. 
you played it perfectly. I know you have a question. We'll get to it. But I just have to say, this is exactly right. This is exactly right. The only thing that that I think went down, it wasn't a mistake. It was just kind of the the situation was that you had work travel, right? So you had work stuff and then you weren't able to see her for a couple of weeks. My guess is that dropped attraction. And then what happened is she maybe talked to some other guys, met some other guys, who knows, was maybe was more interested in them and kind of forgot about you. Because remember, women, they are in the temporary emotions of the moment. So in the moment when she's with you, it's amazing. But then when things die off, they kind of forget about you. But now she might be in that place where she's like, wait, I actually did like him. Maybe she's lonely, you know? So I'm guessing that's maybe why she came back. But also because you proved to be a super like, I have to say, like an, like an alpha type male. Like that's, that's the best way I could describe it non-reactive, super chill, and not just trying to appease her and try to chase her. And and yeah, so she still sends you all that stuff and then you're probably not even responding much. So to your question, I'm all for second chances. I mean, yeah, listen, I'm not going to tell you not to. I say, if you want to, go for it. How do you know it won't happen again? You don't. Bottom line. Now I will say, it dings her pretty hard. I don't like that she did that. Again, I'm leaving this up to you to go for this again. But I don't like that because that is this weird kind of like, what? You want to be friends? Now you don't want to be friends? Like, what's going on with you, right? But women can be like that. So maybe we just have to accept that. And if you are interested, then you could do something. So you said, I think we could be together for the long term, but you're not sure now. Well, yeah, I would agree with you. So how do you know this won't happen again? You, you don't know. But if you want the best chances, you're going to have to see her more, at least in the beginning. I mean, you know, it's not like you you get a serious girlfriend and then you go away for two weeks and then it's like the attraction dies. Actually, the attraction increases because you see each other a lot and then all of a sudden you don't and you miss them. But this is different. This is the very beginning of a relationship where you don't, she's not super invested yet. So there's no missing you for a two week break. So you have to get her more invested. So I think that once you guys have sex, which it sounds like you didn't, then that's going to most likely prevent any kind of situation here. And then she'll be more attracted, be more invested. And you should, in theory, be good as long as you don't do anything else to mess it up, which sounds like you know the rules here. Something tells me you're listening to more than the podcast. It sounds sounds like you got the hooked program. Because you are really learning how to do this correctly, my friend. Guys, if you need help, you can always get the Hooked program. It is my video course that has helped now thousands and thousands of men all across the world be able to learn the proper ways of being your true masculine self, which attracts women and how to build attraction with my TED formula and, uh, and how to meet women, how to approach women, how to get more volume and the whole process. Check it out, getterhook.com. Guys, you rock. Nathan, Bob, Anonymous, thanks for writing in. You can write in to me as well, trip at tripadvice.com. We can get you help there. If you need more help, you know what to do. There's a coaching program available. There's a course called Get Her Hooked available. Lots of options, but either way, I can't wait to continue helping you here on the podcast, and I'll see you on the next one. Thanks, everybody.